Welcome to TNT with Teresa Quinlan and Reese Thomas. We are friends from across the pond on a life evolution. We want to bring you topics that challenge your status quo, guests that help you think differently, and nuggets of wisdom that spark being. Being what? You. Authentic you. Welcome, everybody. Today, we have the wonderful Veronica Awuso, the founder of vpowercoaching.com, Women on Fire Warrior Academy. She is on a mission to turn millions of passionate business owners, entrepreneurs, and experts into fearless warriors that want to serve their tribe more powerfully than ever before with clarity, confidence, and purpose. Beautiful. Welcome, Veronica. So pleased to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Reese and Teresa, for having me. Can't wait for your energy. Every time I watch, <laughs> every time I watch a post of you dancing, I get up off my chair really? and, I, ah. and I dance with you. I like it. Can't not do that. It's, it's incredible. Oh yes, I love dancing, and it's a way of you know expression, a way of letting the energy flow through the body, so that you can come up and show up as naturally and as organically as possible. Because that's when I'm the best, and that's who I am when I'm dancing. So when I come from that space, it's so natural. <laughs> no promises, but there might be some dancing by the end of the show. So <laughs> we'll see. I know trees will be into that. All right. So you'd have the usual kickoff question is about your passion, the obsession, you know, often it comes from a personal experience and what we want to have impact on what's, what's on our hearts, what's on our minds. You're synonymous with this fearless warrior idea, this fearless leadership thing. We're interested to know where that come from. How did you unleash your own fearless warrior and where does this passion come from? <laughs> wow. So over nine years ago, and we're running these two businesses, an import export company and a web development branding company back in Poland where I used to live. And uh, things are going great. After five years of running the business, I find myself standing in front of a pawn broker's shop, selling my precious belongings. Our two companies had gone totally bankrupt. We had sold literally everything. And I was forced to step into that shop with one in one hand, precious belongings about to sell it to this gentleman standing there. And what took a split second felt like eternity. Mm. There I am passing over this precious thing that was so close to my heart and was the only thing that I had then. And in that split second, I heard that little voice. What the hell are you doing? Are these the kind of choices, Veronica, you are going to be making in your life? Is this how you want to show up? What are your parents going to think about you? Your friends, your sisters, what about your kids? Is this the kind of money or this is kind of example I want to be showing them? And the answer was a hell no. I feel, and I always say that very moment, that very voice, that was her, the warrior, always within me, close, but so distant, strong, but so subtle. She was caged caged within the bars of the beliefs of not being smart enough or not being good enough, the belief of not standing your ground, the belief of letting others run the show, of passively letting others lead whilst you take the back seat. In that moment, I realized that, no, this is not what I want. A hell no. 
at that point from the very beginning of the business and all that had happened up to that very moment, take responsibility for everything that had ever happened to me. I had to step into what I call now V power. You know, I always say that that moment at my all time low, where I felt like the victim, that that V powerlessness, if there's such a word, had to step into her V power mode. And that meant unleashing that warrior that was crying, that was in pain, that was frustrated. All these emotions of frustration, of uh, guilt, of unhappiness and distress, that's your warrior crying. And we we'd hardly ever listen. We're like, oh, that's normal. Overstress. Oh, frustration. It's part of the world. But that's your warrior crying. So I'm so passionate. Fast forward. That same week after the pawnbroker's shop, I stumbled upon this book that totally changed the course of my life. It was Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. Oh, I recommend that book. Nothing religious, ironically enough. But had so many questions that I had in my mind. And as I read and I was introduced back then, I had no idea, but I was introduced into the, the idea of the subconscious, the paradigm, the universal principles. I'm like, wow, this is so fascinating. I want to know more. <laughs> My journey began there, immersing myself into personal development. And I didn't know that then, but I was reprogramming and rewiring my mind planting seeds, sowing those seeds by reading, by listening continuously, nonstop. I'd be in the tram, I'd listen. I'd go jogging, I'd listen. Before bed, I'd listen. Anytime I had, I'd listen. Fast forward, I say coaching found me when I moved to the UK. Coaching found me because it stumbled upon my feet and I was like, oh, beliefs, paradigms, unlock potential. They were speaking my language, <laughs> pretty much. So I went for the workshop and I was like, wow, this is it. There was a way of packaging all that I had learned and even going deeper into that. So I became a coach. I trained, I became a coach, but that's another story because then what? Okay. So this warrior's out there. She's ready. She wants to serve. She wants to help. She wants to lead. She's kind of, you know, taking herself out of that rut. Her mind is now fresh and empowered and inspired. She wants to do something in the world, but how? Like who? Where? Like, oh gosh, not again. Like, what am I doing now? <laughs> and that is another embarking on another journey. I found myself changing my messaging, my warrior call. You know, you'd go to networking events as a freshly baked coach and your, your messaging would be different at every other event, right? Because you're not, you're not quite sure who your niche is. Can you relate? I don't know, Risa, Teresa? Yeah. yeah? <laughs> One time you're this. I used to be, uh, this is like four years ago, I used to be a mompreneur. I'm like, where did that even come from? You're always looking for something. So I felt, you know what, Veronica? The fact that you are a trained coach and all that, that's just one tool. You need to fill in your toolbox. There's so much missing. Who are you, first of all, as a person, as a coach? Uh, who do you want to really serve? And how are you going to package all the skills apart from the abilities to coach? That's just one skill. But how are you going to package all your other skills and package that into something powerful? And when I dug into my story, so I did my, I did, I did different online courses with Lisa Nichols, tell a compelling story, how to craft your own story. I did that. I crafted my story. I dug into the past. I brought that all forth because I had buried my past. I didn't want to bring it up, but I had to bring it up because that meant really defining who I was, my failures, my triumphs, my setbacks, all the hidden things between the creases of the cracks and all that, bring it forth. Finally, I realized that, you know what, Veronica, 
you're supposed to be helping other uprising coaches, other passionate service-based business owners that want to make a difference in the world, who are also struggling to find their voice, who are also struggling to kind of package their gold dust and package it into this offer, into this service that they can create this ripple effect. So today, fast forward, that's what I do. I help passionate service-based business owners, uprising coaches, pivoting coaches from offline to online, realize what their gold dust is, unearth hidden treasures, and package that into a meaningful, soulful online course so that they in turn can transform their tribe and together we create a ripple effect. So that's in a nutshell, my story. <laughs> That is a full nutshell. That is very <laughs> for it's exploding. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. My first inclination is to ask you about your difference between a no and a hell no. <laughs> well, a hell no was that this is not what I wanted. This is not what I wanted because the question was, is this how you want to show up? And the, the answer was a hell no. <laughs> so it was a definite no. It was a no that meant a promise to myself, a commitment that things need to change. But do you believe that people have that intuition? Because you spoke about the warrior, the warrior that's caged. We can identify sometimes what that warrior sounds like, and then we just dismiss them. And then the unleashing of it comes really down to the power of listening. Throughout your story, you got to that point where you really described, I was listening and listening and listening and listening and listening to all of these messages around my power and the, my con consciousness and where I could be and where I could go. But before, what were you listening to? Mm. It reminds me just of what you're saying of a story. And that's just relatable to what I was listening to before. The story of the dog lying down on the porch. The little boy sitting next to his grandfather asks, why is this dog moaning? The grandfather said, well, because the dog is lying down on a nail. The boy asks, so why doesn't the dog just stand up and move? Well, the grandfather said, well, because it's not painful enough. So that was me. The frustrations, there are yellow flags flashing in your face, like literally flashing. You know, when we're running the businesses, we'd see signs that this person is not being honest, but we'd neglect that. That voice said, Veronica, why don't you cross check? Uh, there were always signs. And there were times when I was going for this, these meetings with our partners, our business partners, I would have palpitations. Like me, can you imagine? Palpitations. My heart was beating. I could feel it in my throat because I was that nervous and that anxious of what was going to happen there. There were signs, the body was telling me, this is not right. You're, the space you're, not, you're in is not for you. We do not listen until you come to a point where you're forced to listen. And I wish maybe back then I had access to the world that we have today, access to these platforms where, you know, so many inspirational people out there back in Poland, that wasn't in my vicinity <laughs> at that point. I wish I had a coach back then that would have allowed me to wake up a bit earlier. But then again, this is our journey. Sometimes we have to go through the long way so that others don't have to. Somebody has to go through the long way so that others don't have to. So the people that I help today, they, they don't have to wait four years to find their voice like I did. They don't have to wait four years before they, they find the ability to package their gold dust. One of my clients, she signed up for the three-month program. She signed up her first two premium clients within two months. I waited like six, seven bloody months before I made my first client, you know? And she's just making it within two because I taught her what I had learned through the long way so that she could do it quicker. <laughs> It's one of the most powerful things is collapsing time. When you work with a coach, that's what happens. Yeah. Yes. 
So yeah, that, that, that's the listening part. We do not listen. And that's so true, Teresa. We have kind of numbed ourselves because we have been taught to just say silent, don't talk too much. If you talk too much, or if you want too much, or if you ask too much, you know, you'll be seen as such. So we silence that intuition. We silence, we numb it until it starts screaming within and either you get sick or either you have a big wake-up call where you need to start making different choices. It's so true. I mean, we talk about listening and it's funny to think about you're saying you need to listen to this something, but in actual fact, the problem is you're listening to this other thing that's going and you're, you're paying attention to the wrong messages. The right message will come through and something will tell you, oh, no, you, you don't listen to that. that that's not, <laughs> disregard that. You, you're being distracted. You're not paying attention to the right thing. And then you kind of get sucked into this loop of, oh, I'm listening to the right thing, but it's actually just, you know, an ego or an inner mm. child, whatever it might be, yes. inner critic that's telling you these different things. And I love the story about the dog. You know, there's so many people who are comfortable being uncomfortable. You know, they've got into that situation. I can live with this they convince themselves it would be harder to go back up the hill than to continue going slowly yes. down the hill. And they try and fix everything outside. Maybe if I do this course, maybe I'll get better. Maybe if I do this, I'll get better. Maybe if I try and make this person happy, then it'll be better. And they look for solutions always outside, ultimately. And that's why I say soulful online course, because the course is not like any other course that you'd find out there because it really is connected to your core story, your journey. And that's where we retrieve the gold nuggets that we put into the course, because there's a sequence that you have been through in your life that you want to share and you, and you want to pass over. So it, it's a very deep process. And you have to go through all those negative things, because if you believe that you were incarnated into this lifetime to go through these dharmic things to get you to this place, there's no point going, oh, I wish I'd learned this 10 years ago. I <laughs> Like, well, you'd be a completely different person. You wouldn't be the, the whole warrior of true self, whatever it is you want to call it, is so needed right now to help other people. So tell us a bit more about this, the V-Power, the, the Warrior Academy. Give us a bit more of a taster into what that means. You've shared us your journey, but if I wanted to be part of this academy, what would I get? How do I mm -hmm. get in touch with my warrior princess or whatever? The, no, that's not the right word. <laughs> so it's a fearless warrior. So this, warrior. I call it. Hang on, a sec. Hang on a second, because I would love to see oh, you as a princess warrior. That would be incredible. No. I, I, just, I just had a picture of that yeah. in a princess dress. Yeah, <laughs> so you have to be on fire. You have to have this burning desire, this passion to do something in this world to make a difference, because that's the kind of people that I only work with. You're passionate about something that they want to change in the world. And that's usually driven by their story. So you'd have to have this passion, this desire, and join the academy. I call it the Impact Course Creation Academy for Fearless Warriors. It's all about really doing six things. The first thing is to create your warrior authority biography. Too often we doubt ourselves. We doubt how credible we are. We doubt the specialists that we have. We doubt if we are expert enough or good enough or knowledgeable enough to really transfer our knowledge into the world. The Warrior Authority biography is about creating this eagle eye overview of who you really are so that you have an eagle eye overview of the power that you actually have. When people do these, these, the, these exercises, they realize that, wow, 
There's so much that I've accomplished. There's so much that I've done. There's so much passion. There's so many skills. And they never really acknowledge that. So first of all, before you even create any online course that is meaningful, you need to know who you are. You need to know where your credibility and authority and exclusiveness and your gold dust is. And then we go into your story. People say, oh, but Veronica, so many people have been in a pawnbroker shop. So many people have had to sell their precious belongings. Many people have gone bankrupt. Most business owners have. So what makes my story different? Because they all have a story, but then they're quite unsure if it's anything special to share. Mm -hmm. You see, that's where the misconception is. We can all go through, let's say, bankruptcy. That's the situation. But depending on who you are, depending on how or where you're, you're seated, your experience, your perspective, your insight is going to be totally different. So what you're bringing forth is not just the story, it's the insights you have had from that experience, the perspectives that you have had from that experience, the breakthroughs that you have had that are different from everybody else's. And that's what makes your story unique. The way I experienced that moment is different from how somebody else has experienced that. So all our stories, despite the similarities, we all have unique ways and unique insights, unique breakthroughs and concepts that we can retrieve from that experience and bring forth. And that is your message, your message to impact. I don't want just an online course that you, you know, I want you to have a message to impact because ultimately your course, your program is not of their interest. They don't, they don't care about your online program, ultimately. They care about your message, your story, and who you are. That is the glue to your online course and your online program. So we do the foundation work first before we go any further into then deciding, okay, so what's your program's statement of purpose? And I can ask you such a question and you won't be able to answer it in just three sentences in what you do, how you do it, and what you do it for program statement of purpose and that is the north star that is the guiding star once you nail that and you will nail it because you've done the inner work and that's why i say it's a soulful experience i'm a deep diver so i bring that forth and once you have your program statement of purpose your program's topic then we dive into the the tribe who is your really your tribe the the ideal clients we talk a lot about ideal clients, creating an ideal client avatar. You know, we hear that a lot. One of my clients said, you know, Veronica, you know what's different about this? So who's your ideal client? They'll ask you. So, okay, what does she like? What, what do they, what are their desires? What are their goals? Yes, fill in the space and let's create this avatar, right? It's difficult to just create something from your mind. But you see, because we've gone through the story, because we've gone through your journey, you are your perfect ideal client. You your perfect, your ideal client is a manifestation of who you were somewhere along the journey. Mm. So if you haven't gone through the inner work and found out your truth, your story, and really crafting all the highs and the lows and really coming to terms with that, then how can you know who your ideal client is? Like, really, you are the perfect example of you should know your ideal client more than they know themselves because you were once upon a time them. See, that's where the passion comes from. And when you know them and you relate to them so deeply because you've been there, you've done that, 
the universe is just opened. You're aligned. There is no being scared. I, t- I spoke to another um, prospect uh, a, few, a few weeks ago, and she said she has this topic she's done in another course, but she's stuck. She doesn't know what to do with it. She, she's not quite confident with it. Like, yeah. Have you done the story? Have you gone through your goal? Does have you? No, no. Well, I'm not surprised. You see, so he's answering your question on what you'll get. So these are just a snippets of what you will get and ultimately creating your framework that makes you the specialist, that positions you as the expert and the go-to person. People get stuck at the framework part, again, because they haven't done the foundation work. The framework is a structured sequence of concepts, of processes that you have to transfer to your students so that they get the results and that they learn. If there's no structure to the sequence of the learning, then how can we guarantee a particular outcome? The success for your framework is your ability to structure a sequence of learnings, of concepts, Mm -hmm. of insights that you want to include in your online course. So um, that's what we do. But the best part I like about this was something that I felt missing in my toolbox when I started. And that was how do you have a conversation with your prospects that I call it the enrollment creed. Once you speak their language, once you have your online program and you're showing up and now people are reaching out to you, how do you have that soulful conversation? So this is something that I had to learn and that I share also in the academy. So, wow, I think I've answered your question quite lengthy. (laughs) I think that's the best answer to that question I've ever heard. We've had lots of coaches, you know, I know lots of people. We've had lots of these conversations about, you know, your perfect avatar, but the way you described it there was just like... Well, yeah, of course, obviously, know my story, know the steps that I've been through. These are the things that I can help you with. I am my own best client in, in whatever iteration it was, which might be a trouble for me seeing as I've helped with sort of uh, senior women leaders trying to you know, get through that struggle. But, you know, we've already been through that warrior princess bit. So maybe, maybe, the, okay, maybe there's, I don't need to go deeper into my story to find out what, where the connection is. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and that is an art on its own. It's really the ability to turn lead into gold, right? It's the alchemy of that. Mm-hmm. Our past, our experiences, our story has no value in what we want to create in our online courses, but they do. And it always turns out that way, at least in my experience. Yeah. There's two things that came up in the description of your warrior program and how you work with people to help unleash that inner warrior and find their gold dust. And the first thing that automatically came to mind for me was Marianne Williamson's poem, Our Deepest Fear. And so what gets people stuck sometimes is the fear of their greatness. And like, oh my God, if I let that out, what's going to happen? And then also the fear of I'm not good enough. It's on the same scale. It's just opposite ends of the exact same scale. A fear-based response to what if I'm not enough and what if I'm too much? (laughs) But the truth is is, there's no perfect balance in the center. What's perfect is make the decision, let go of the fear of just being all of everything that you are. And her poem specifically resonates with me every single time I hear someone speak about their fear of stepping into their fullness is basically asking your question like who are you not to Mm. why wouldn't you want to step in like really asking ourselves that question why do I not want to step into that and And really listening to the answer yes and is it a rational fear and in all likelihood it's a completely irrational fear so this brings me to my second one 
And I was listening to a podcast this morning, Jay Shetty's podcast, and in it, they were talking about essentialism. So asking ourselves, like, what's essential now? But part of their exploration was around this whole concept of superiority or inadequacy to other people. Mm. So when I'm at a pivot point in life, a decision making in my life, I can be raised to perhaps believe one or the other, that in this instant, I am inadequate to what other people have, or I am superior to what other people have. And I'm curious in your own evolution, how you've taken your warrior breakthrough and transferred that into how you parent. Mm, how I parent my, my children. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So I used to be a teacher, right, back in Poland. And um, I was a teacher for about 10 years. And that comes forth so much in the way I show up online, but how I show up with my kids as well. <laughs> so I am very mindful of not to transfer my fears onto them because that's what as parents we do. We, we have this tendency of overprotecting. And so I like to call it conscious parenting. And being conscious of the fact that um, I have some beliefs and how to really create a fertile soil to plant seeds for them to grow within. Because as children, my seven-year, my six-year-old, he's at that stage where he's like a sponge, right? Absorbing anything and everything without a filter. So it is as it is. It, it takes it takes literally, and so I, ha I have to be very careful with how I do that. So I'm very. Um, I think I'm a mindful parent, a conscious parent, and uh, whenever I see his dad, for example, say certain things, of course, when the kids are not around, I'm like, how could we have said that differently? Because <laughs> that may have planted a certain seed in his mind. Mm -hmm. So I, I try to find a balance because um, sometimes we're not supposed to be coaching our families. We're not supposed to be coaching <laughs> our loved ones or our children because it can get quite sticky. Are you coaching me? My sister would say when, when we're having a conversation, I'm like, eh, <laughs> not really. <laughs> and my friend, yes. Veronica, are you, are you, is this a coaching session? I'm like, no. <laughs> Yes, I'm going to bill you at the end of it. <laughs> no, it, it comes so naturally now. So um, I would say conscious parenting is the, the way to go today. Beautiful. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I know it was a little departure from sort of the line of the business, but I think yeah, what's no. really incredible in understanding about people is the application of what is our superpower across all aspects of our life. We don't contain what you've experienced to just this one element of life it is yes. who you are awesome there was something i wanted to ask i think something that always comes through in your videos and your content and your message is energy it's frequency it's vibration and it's something that you talk about and lots of people talk about it but i'm interested to know what after the amazing answer to the last question i asked you <laughs> how does that mean? vibration the energy the frequency how does that dial into the story how does attuning to that help lift you to perceiving that gold dust or you know turning that alchemy on you know Reese I'm so glad you asked that question because there is there is an answer to that and I'm so particular about energy and vibration because I learned something on my journey of discovery back then right when I told you how, how I had immersed myself and I think this is something that we all know, but maybe we forget. My skin, my face, my eyes, my organs, all that I'm made of. When you look at your hands right now, right, what do you see? 
when you look at the pen, what, what's all this? When, you, when I take this book, what's all that? When I look all around me, everything gets made up. It's all matter, all matter. I'm, I'm matter. The difference is, of course, between the table and the chair I'm sitting on and me is that I'm conscious, right? That's the only difference, but it's all matter. And I, I came to learn that, so what's matter made of? Molecules. What is a molecule? What is within that molecules? Atoms. I remember in my physics lesson, the atoms that are tight together make something solid, and when they're separated, it's fluid. But let's look at the atom. If my skin is made up of molecules and atom cells, all those things, and within the atom is the nucleus, and within the nucleus is pure energy, beyond my skin, I'm energy, I'm pure vibrational energy. That was a breakthrough of kind of enlightenment, saying that who I am beyond all the matter is I'm, I'm simply energy. And when we look at the principle, universal principles of energy, energy is creative. Energy always was, always is, and will be. We know energy cannot be destroyed nor created. These are just the universal principles that govern us. So I was always, we were always, we are and will always be. <laughs> that is a powerful state of being. When you realize that you're, you've always been a part of this, you've always, you always are and you always will be, even after you pass away, that energy that you are made of will never be destroyed. Or it's, ah, We know energy is creative. Where focus goes, energy flows. I've changed it to where energy goes, creation flows. <laughs> That's the principle. That is a universal principle. Things are created from energy. Hey, hello. So if I am an energetic being, vibrational, then where my focus is going to go is what I'm going to create. Yes. I speak so passionately about this because it's all about knowing what you want and focusing on that. And that's where your energy is going to go. And that's what you're bloody going to create. Hell yes. <laughs> so Hell yes. Reese, <laughs> when answering your question, why this is, why making your vibration a priority Mm -hmm. is so important then if you understood this in a core level you would realize how powerful and how creative their energy is and they would start creating things of wonder around them but remember energy can also be destructive <laughs> where yeah. it goes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you're about to say <laughs> yeah I'm of course i'm gonna say huge leap sometimes between understanding the concept and believing the concept absolutely each, each of us can attest to the fact that We've been in a room and without looking have felt someone enter the room because yeah. they carried with them because they carried with them an energy that vibrated beyond their space. And we can equally feel when that person entered with the positive description of energy as we can with the negative description of energy. If people want to like rewind the last maybe three, four minutes and listen to that, that's my rewind sound, no special effects here, and listen to that last three, four minutes again, maybe multiple times over to sort of grasp and dig into the leap from, I understand it conceptually, do I believe that how I direct my focus is how I will then create? You know how we could do that? Very I would, yes, please tell everyone. This might be the hashtag, not anymore right here. How do we no. do that? <laughs> ask, ask yourself, what, are, what am I experiencing in my life? That's what you've been creating. Ask yourself, so that means what have I been over the past six years, for example, focusing on? 
ah, I've been focusing on, you know, lack, on, on uh, not having, on, on all these. So is that the experience you're having? Yeah. Mm. So that's what you have been focusing on. Just ask yourself the question, what have I been focusing on in my thoughts? That will 99% of the time be your reality. Very true. Your desires create your universe and your attachment <laughs> your desires create your suffering. Until you Absolutely. believe that attachment, you will not be free. Could you say that again, please? Your desires create your universe. Your attachment to those create your suffering. And only when you can release that suffering will you get free. Oh. Veronica, this has been incredible. Thank you so much for, well, for me, it's hands down the passion. Like when, when the volume increased, I was like, oh, here we go. We're about to get the gold dust is coming right now. That's incredible. So people are going to want to know how to get in touch with you. Can you share with us how they can do that? Absolutely. So my second home is, of course, LinkedIn. <laughs> so Veronica Owusu, hashtag the power coach. But also you can find me at my website, thepowercoaching.com. And for you to enter it, you have to accept it. Enter the tribe. <laughs> you have to pass through the door. Mm. That shows your commitment. That shows that you're, you're there to really find some answers. So thepowercoaching.com. Press enter and join the tribe. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Thank you. We like to end our show with a rapid fire Q and A. Okay. You're going to be, and you are like the second guest to be answering oh. these set of questions and oh, see, boy, all right. <laughs> I know exactly. You know, rapid fire can be a little misleading. We're lenient in our rapid fire Q and A. All right. <laughs> thank <say> you. <laughs> Number one, here we go. Which emotion catches you off guard most often? Oh, love. And what do you do to regulate that emotion in the moment? Embrace it. What's next in your personal evolution? Oh, oh lots of words just came flowing in. <laughs> Ultimate freedom. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, number four. When your best friend is having a meltdown, what do you say to them? Breathe. And in this moment... What are you most looking forward to or most hopeful for? My trip to Ghana. Oh. Yes, yeah, so I was supposed to be there in March, but because of the COVID, um, I couldn't go. There's so many things that I want to do there and um, so many projects that I want to start back home. And um, I want to start the project. It's called the Gold Dust Effect. And um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much for spending time with us and sharing your wisdom with our audience. Reese. Yeah, I love that. And I love the idea that you need to go back home to reconnect with that innate energy that you know, the source energy, you know, obviously it came from a long way away, but you know, there's also a connection point for you in, in that. Oh, yeah. And when you're yes. in that, you'll feel that flow, as you said, the energy will allow you to be creative. So thank you so much for some amazing answers, fabulous energy and positivity and your vibration as always um we didn't get around to dancing but you know maybe that's <laughs> a good time we can dance out about to get up at one point and start moving yeah here we go yeah, hey. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> thank you reese and yeah. Teresa, for having me and such a pleasure to talk with you guys you know like-minded energy twingling and whining within each other and creating this marvelous orchestra of wisdom <laughs> <laughs> beautiful thank you veronica Thanks for listening to this episode of TNT. 
Please share, subscribe, rate, and review. And when you're ready for your personal evolution, check out Reese at trueselfcoaching.com. And for your emotional intelligence revolution, check out Teresa at iqeqtq.com.